Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast, brought to you in part by Book of Zen, makers of wearable inspiration for a better world. Today's podcast has been edited and adapted from a lecture delivered by Neville Goddard in 1952. Desire is the springboard of action, for you cannot move without desire. Ask yourself what you feel called to do, and then formulate your desire. Feel its presence, and you have granted yourself the desire's fulfillment. Human life is nothing more than the appeasement of hunger, and the infinite series of levels of awareness is the means to satisfy that hunger. Health is a desire, a hunger which can be appeased when the idea is formulated in your mind that you are healthy. The same is true for wealth, peace, harmony, or fame, for all of these are states of awareness. Identify yourself with the state desired, persist in this identification, and because you and God are one consciousness, what you are conscious of you manifest. The Christian cross is but a symbol of suffering. There is no physical cross upon which a man was nailed, but a body of beliefs which humanity wears. Jesus said, Unless you lift up your cross and follow me, you are unworthy of me. Lift up your cross by raising your awareness, for your I amness is the creator of your world. As an individual, you move and live in time, but your true being is in eternity. Think of the vertical line of the cross as the line of being upon which there are unnumbered levels of awareness. Time cannot make you better or wiser. In fact, time cannot do a thing towards changing your level of being. For change is all on the vertical line where you move to higher or lower levels of your own being. Because change is imminent, we speak of it as infinite imminence, as nearer than near and sooner than now. The person you would like to be is imminent, is nearer than near. The ideal you dream of being is sooner than now and is brought into being by a change in your reactions to life. The only work you are called upon to do is work on yourself. Start this work by observing your reactions to life. Remember, your future is not being developed. It already is. The time track is complete, as well as all of the events you can encounter. As you move up or down the level of your being, changes will occur in your life. You are now resting at a certain level. Arise to take up your couch and walk by breaking the threads of life that bind you to the state you are in now. Break these threads by changing your thoughts, for only as you rise within will you find a corresponding change without. Have you ever wondered what it would be like if you were all tenderness, all love, all generosity? Aim for those feelings and then watch how your relationships to them builds. It is here in the midst of the storms of life that you work this law. 
If you identify yourself with an unlovely state, you will find yourself sinking into it. But you can lift up your cross by breaking your automatic, mechanical reactions to life and sacrificing your present level of being. This message, this teaching, comes not to bring peace but a sword. It comes to set you at variance against your friends and family. This word is sharper than any two-edged sword, for it is capable of piercing the soul and spirit. I am not suggesting that you turn against your earthly loved ones, but that you turn against the psychological ideas that govern your behavior and the dominant mood which governs your actions and reactions to life. If at this moment your feelings are not noble, turn against them, for they are your psychological driver. This is done by putting new feeling in their place. You cannot change your thinking until you change your feeling, and all feelings come from ideas. Your enemies are all those misplaced ideas that you accept as true. All that you consent to, all that you believe and accept as true, be it wise or foolish, forms the clothing you wear. But you can be reclothed and ascend to a higher level of being when you take up your cross and follow your imagination. Most of us are aimless. We want more than we presently have. We want the other person to change, but we don't want to do the one thing that will bring the change about, for we don't want to change ourselves. The gift of an abundant life is not given according to the work of another, but according to the work you do on yourself, and that work is to uncritically observe your reactions to life, as they bind you to a certain level. Disassociate yourself from your unpleasant thoughts and associate yourself with your aim, thereby rising to its level, for your ideal is on that vertical line you stand upon. You will never find your fulfilled desire until you are the desire. Those who go searching for love only make manifest their lovelessness, for we never have to search for what we are. In other words, we are forever conceiving of ourselves. The whole of human life is the appeasement of desire, and desire, conceived as fulfilled, will externalize itself. If you are not hungry enough to transcend your present level of consciousness, you will not conceive of anything greater. As long as you are in love with the state you are in, you cannot and will not rise from it. Without the vertical line of states, life would have no meaning. The ancients called this infinite series Jacob's Ladder. You do not build this ladder, rather you climb it through self-discovery. Where I am is always what I am. Establish one I within yourself, not a number of eyes. The I roots out all secondary causes and clears the mind of the power to enslave. Your belief in powers external to you is a tree which must be rooted out of your mind. Begin now to use the following technique and you will realize every dream that you are destined to achieve. But first you must have a dream, a desire for something, as desire is your springboard of action. 
Define your objective. If it were fulfilled now, where would you be physically? What would the world look like? Would your wife, husband, mother, father, or friends see you differently? Feel their presence. See the joy expressed on their faces and hear their congratulations. Repeat this act until you have a complete feeling of accomplishment. Then, having assumed the feeling of completion, remain faithful to it. For your assumptions contains within itself all of the plans and power necessary for externalization. You need do nothing special on the outside. For by your assumption, your mind is being rearranged and what it confirms, it externalizes. Your desire may be for an improvement in your financial position, your social circle, or a deeper understanding of life's mysteries. The desire is up to you, but when put into practice, this technique will never fail you. Emerson once said, we surround ourselves with the true image of ourselves as every spirit builds for itself a house beyond its house, a world beyond its world. What you are is what you see. Therefore, build yourself a world as you would like it to be, a world beyond the world now visible to you. The world you desire exists and will unfold itself in great proportions when you, all spirit, surround yourself with the true image of yourself as you would like to be. Think of your world as a canvas with the pictures painted there by the arrangement of your mind. Your I amness, your consciousness, has already arranged as many patterns for your canvas as there are people walking the earth. Turn to yourself and claiming that your desire exists, feel yourself move right into its center. Then paint your canvas of consciousness. Everything is there at your disposal. Its reality is up to you and the intensity of your desire. Always look to self, for your consciousness is the sole cause of the phenomena of your individual life. There will likely be times when you imagine something which never comes to pass, and you feel either that you have failed or that this technique doesn't work. But I will tell you there is only one cause for failure and that is the absence of the feeling of naturalness. It takes time for an assumption to become a fact, and a desire is fulfilled proportionally to the degree of naturalness of the feeling of possession. If something does not feel natural to you, it is not your nature. When you ask, you must feel you already are that which you are seeking. You are forever surrounding yourself with the true image of yourself and what you are that which only you can see, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent. Observe your current reactions to life and you are observing the being you want to separate yourself from. And then as you begin to identify yourself with your chosen state, the separation takes place. But your assumption must be a maintained attitude, and if for a moment you lose the mood, recapture it. If you lose it again, Feel yourself back into the feeling until the mood becomes so natural that thinking from that mood is normal. The great failure of most people who use this method is that they are perpetually constructing but deferring their occupancy. When entering your desired state, 
Feel its presence surround you like an answered prayer. Then become so one with the state that your thoughts flow from it. Persist in viewing your world from that state and it will harden into fact. You and you alone determine the time for the state to externalize itself. If your mind is so disciplined that it cannot be turned or diverted, your heart's desire will be outpictured on your screen of space. But if you believe in any secondary power, your belief will cause its delay. Your awareness is the power of the word. It is divine, not divisional. There are not two I am's, but one I am standing on many levels. You may think your name is John Brown or Mary Smith, but your real name is I am, and your dominant mood is your nature. Divorce a mood and assume a new nature. Persist in your new relationship and you will bear its children as new phenomena appear to bear witness to your creative inner I amness. Only if you constantly return to the mood you are attempting to divorce yourself from will failure occur. Desire is hidden identity. What you want you already have. If you acknowledge as fact that you are already what you desire to be and will not be diverted but maintain your state by walking in the mood of its fulfillment which now dominates you, no power on earth can keep you from expressing it. But you must feel yourself right into the situation of the answered prayer, for only by believing that you already have it will it appear. Learn to rearrange your mind, and if you find yourself walking in the field of unanswered prayers, turn around and walk in the field, the mood of fulfillment. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Good news is desire fulfilled. If desire is not mixed with faith, it is of no avail, for faith is the awareness of the reality of the desire's fulfillment. In other words, creation is finished, and we only become aware of increasing portions of it. The absence of faith would be to deny the reality of the state assumed. If you limit yourself to your physical senses which contradict everything you desire, then faith will be unknown to you. But faith can and will make real that which is invisible. The being you would like to be, though invisible, will unveil itself and become visible for all to see when you walk in the faith of its reality. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of livinghour.org. If you enjoy our podcast, please consider becoming a patron. You can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month, which will ensure that we can continue our podcast for years to come. To become a patron, please visit patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Simply do a quick search for the Inspirational Living Podcast at patreon.com to find our Patreon page and learn more including the free gifts we offer to every patron. Subscribe to our free podcast today at the iTunes store or at stitcher.com. For free transcripts of our podcast, please visit us online at podcast.com.
livinghour.org. Thank you for listening. We look forward to being with you next time.